Welcome to the Real Deal Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Deal. In this podcast, you'll get to meet someone that is real and is all around just a great person. You will learn what makes them the real deal. What's up, everyone? Today, I'm here with a um, former coach of mine, Dimitri Wilson. So, coach, just to start out with, uh, just tell me a little bit about yourself, where you're from, um, you know, you just got your master's degree, and kind of just, you know, why did you choose Northwestern when you first came here to get your bachelor's, and then also got your master's from here? Um, I'm Demetri Wilson. I'm from Homestead, Florida, <clears throat> all the way at the bottom of Florida, exit one, the last exit in Florida. Um, I came here in 2012 to get my undergraduate degree. I graduated with my undergrad in 2018. It was a long road. And then I pursued my master's the following year and graduated with my master's in adult education administration. Awesome. Sweet. So kind of to start it off, what is something interesting about yourself that most people don't know about? Um, well, something interesting about me that most people won't know about is probably just my gift of gab, my charisma, my, um, my, my ability to turn a situation, a negative situation into a positive situation, things like that. Sweet. That's, that's, that's awesome. So in your own words, what is your definition of success? Um, in my own words, the, my definition of success would have to be just doing what makes you happy. Like, if you're happy, I believe you're successful because it, it might not, your definition of success might not be my definition. Like, what makes me happy and what I feel like is making me successful might be well below or well way more than what you might be expecting for yourself. So that's just how I feel about that's it. That's awesome. So what's that kind of thing that makes you happy that brings you, you know, helps you be successful? Um... What helps me be successful is just helping people, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I got a big heart. Um, I just, I just put, try to put myself in people's shoes, try to put myself in their thought process. Um, and, you know, being successful, I just try to, you know, just try to take, take what I can from everybody, try to take the good and bad from them and turn it into myself and put it in my situation so that it works, best, it works out for me. Yes, sir. So if you could give someone one tip to be successful, what would you tell them? Just one tip to kind of, you know, if they remember one thing, what would you tell them? Forget what everybody else says. Mm-hmm. Like, and I say that because um, at the end of the day, you got to do what you feel like is best for you. Um, and when you die, you go by yourself. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, you, true. like yeah. as much, you, no matter what you believe in, when you die, whoever you go to answer to, you're going to be alone. So I say um, to be successful, just do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Do what you feel like is it's best for you. And, yes, and forget what everybody else is talking about. Yes, sir. So obviously, you know, the road to success is not easy. Uh, so what obstacles did you face and how did you overcome those obstacles? Um, a couple of obstacles I faced was just um, really just being a first generation student, um, just being from the hood and being broke. Um, I know at one point when I was like in tenth grade, I didn't have electricity or power at our house for like nine months. Um, that was a crazy experience. Not having no electricity, waking up to no power in our house for without nine months, it just pushed me to be great. Like I, I remember those days every day as I'm doing my everyday activities. That's why some things might not bother me the way it might bother somebody else. My mind frame is just different. And uh, can you repeat your question again? So, you know, it's been, it's been a success is not easy, but there's obstacles. So uh, what are some of the obstacles you face and how do you overcome them? Um, obstacle, another obstacle I had to face was just getting kicked out of school. Um, an obstacle I had to face was um, looking, looking for excuses. That was a big obstacle for me because coming all the way from Florida and coming to Oklahoma, a big excuse was I, I was homesick. You know, <laughs> so, yeah. so I was looking for excuses not to go to class and just not not to do anything, and that that got me kicked out of school for a whole year. They academically suspended me from Northwestern 
for a whole entire year, I couldn't go back in school. So that was an obstacle I had to overcome. I had the obstacle of being on academic, um, like academic probation mm-hmm. <clears throat> for at least three years after I got back into school. They just was on me so bad, but it, it, it paid off. But it was an obstacle I definitely had to overcome. Yeah, that's definitely a big big achievement. Way to bounce back from that. Now getting that master's degree. So Yes, sir. Um, next question is, who are three people who have been the most influential to you and how have they influenced you and kind of just, you know shaped your life? Uh, the first that would be influential to me, I would have to say um, my granddaddy Clayton. Um, he's, uh, my granddad passed away a couple years ago, but he just taught me everything I feel like I needed to know to, be, to really be successful in life. <clears throat> he gave me different points of views, like just different ways of thinking about things, like the taking and everything. Um, second would have to be, I might have to say, my fiance, just because um, she pushes me. She pushes me in areas that I'm not getting pushed at sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, she she sees things in me that I need to work on and that I have to work on. And the third would have to be my son, just mm-hmm. because having a son is just knowing Sorry. that you have a kiss, a constant reminder, like okay, this this. How, first of all, I want my son to be treated fair and nicely, so I'm gonna treat everybody else fairly and nice. And it's just the fact of. You got a son, you got somebody looking up to you indirectly. They're watching everything you do on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So you know you got somebody that's consistently watching you like that. It does change your mind frame. It just changes the way you do everything. Awesome. Yeah, that's that's some great point right there. And so this kind of ties into the question is what motivates you to be the best you can be like every single day? Like what motivates you every day you wake up to be the best, the best you? Um, <clears throat> I just want to be the best. I want to be respected in, in my field. And also coming from a low income environment, coming from not a great background, coming from the hood, um, I just want to feel like I'm not one foot in and one foot out. That's mm-hmm. what I've been telling a lot of people. Um, it's crazy to know that like that lifestyle, like the, the opposite lifestyle is right behind you. It's right in your ear whispering like you can come this way. <clears throat> so something that motivates me is I just don't want to feel that feeling no more. Yeah. Once I'm really really pushed because I feel like at any moment I could go to that other side or that other side is, is still right there beside me. I want to get to the point what what pushes me every morning is I want to wake up and realize oh that that other side is for sure not an option for me like I'm way past that like I'm mm-hmm. I'm for sure good so I want to do whatever it takes to make sure I'm good out here and that's what pushes me every morning to wake up and be great like I can't I can't fall to the other side like I can't yeah. I, I got as daily battles with myself that I have to battle with like I can't go to that side so that's my daily motivation just to be great every day and I want to be the best at what I'm doing when I leave the earth I want people to say that oh, yeah, Demetri Wilson. That guy was the truth. Like, no matter what he did, he was the absolute truth at it. Like, there's no dispute about it. That's what pushed me. I want to be the absolute best. I want to be recognized for being the best, and I just want to change people's lives by being the best. Nice, nice. Well, I definitely know by, you know, you being my coach and just throughout the years I've known you, you're, you're definitely the best, you know, a good, good role model for everyone on this campus. So um, what do you think is your unique skill or skills that have helped you become successful and kind of just, you know, giving you that confidence in yourself, just some skills that you know, like, I can do this right all the time? Uh, I would say just being personable, mm-hmm. just being being personal, being able to relate to people. That's actually a skill that a lot of people don't have that it gets you a real far. Because like I said earlier, I feel like you, if you can put yourself in somebody else's shoes or be real relatable to them and what they're going through, it makes you a better person. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's a skill set that a lot of people don't have. Because some people just want to be understood in the situation. You might not have to agree with what I'm saying, but at least understand what I'm trying to say. And I feel like just being personable, being very understanding is what helped me succeed in life. Because a lot of people aren't good at that. And I feel like that's something people, a lot of people lack in. How can you really help somebody genuinely be better or be great themselves if you don't genuinely kind of have like a care for them? So. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's exactly right. So what are three important life lessons that, that you have learned in life just throughout, you know, high school, college, just throughout your whole life? Um, treat people how you want to be treated. Network. 
and positive energy. Positive, yes, sir. <laughs> like, yes, sir. I say, um, I say, treat people how you want to be treated because at the end of the day, you do want to be treated fairly. You want to be treated respectfully. At least that's how you want to approach people because you don't want them approaching you in no other way, at least in my perspective. Mm-hmm. And I believe second I said, um, I can't remember what I said. But network. I, networking, yeah. Networking sure. is big, huge out here. Sometimes you might be overqualified, but that might not matter. It, might, it, might, it really matters about who you know there or who knows you or who can reference you to someone else. Like, oh, okay, um, you coach Nick Dale. Okay, Nick Dale, coach, play for Northwestern. Like, they want to be able to reference, like, who do you know from, from, from these places? So I believe you have to network. And then positive energy, I believe you got to go in every situation positive. If you wake up, you positive, that really will change your outlook on your day and everything you got planned for that day. So I believe that's a big key. Yes, sir. Those are, those are some great three points right there. I'll definitely try to remember those because those sound awesome. And another question is, so what are some of your goals for the future? You know, you got your master's degree. What, what's next for Demetri Wilson? Um, honestly, I want to get my doctor degree. I want to become a doctor. I want to be Dr. Wilson or Dr. Ooh, Coach Wilson. That's going to sound good right there. <laughs> I, just like I just feel like it sounds good. Yeah. Um, I want to be, be a great dad every day. I aspire to be a, a better dad and a better fiancé and a better husband until I get married every day. I, I know that's something that's... No matter what, I'm going to have to work on it every day. Mm. Um, one of my other goals is to be a Power 5 um, or in the NFL as a player personnel coach or a recruiter for the NFL, mm. a Power 5 program in NCAA football or over sports in general. And third, I'm going to open up my own facility when it's said and done, like an IMG Academy, like a, mm-hmm. a D-Wheel Academy, Coach Wheel Academy, where kids get the proper training. So where even if you don't want to be in sports, you might want to be a marketer. You might want to be a recruiter for a sport. I want to get kids the opportunity to learn how to do all those things before they get to college. Mm-hmm. So so they kind of not just wasting time. Like, you know, you might have kids that might want to be on a that, – that want to be around a football program, but they really don't want to play football. They might just want to coach. They might yeah. just want to be a recruit. And I want to get kids on that early um, in the high school, middle school level. Like, well, let's learn how to show you how to recruit. Like, you yeah. want to do this? Like, you want to actually do it? Let's help you do it so when you get to college, you can get scholarships. You can get yeah. grants for the things you're um, interested in. So for the people that, you know, might not exactly know what player personnel position is and stuff, what do you exactly do as a coach in that position? You know, you're not obviously coaching – running backs, quarterbacks, you know, DNs, but what exactly do you do in that position? With the player personnel and player development coach, um, the roles I've had, <clears throat> you really you really are there for the player. Um, most people consider it like a counseling role, like a like a more of an academic, I mean, work like an advisor, like either academic or just life advisor. Mm-hmm. You're helping these young men really get prepared for life. Like, it's the development of the young men. You want to help develop them as leaders. You want to help them inspire to be great. You want to ask them and help them develop a plan for after football. Mm-hmm. You know, you, while they're in school, like develop them you want to help them okay this is the type of development you need to do internships or you know just work out you know you want to get into criminal justice this is what you need to do so player personnel player development roles I'm just helping the young men on our team be great every day no matter what school I'm at it's really like a leadership role it's really just you know helping form the young men keeping them in line the things that they might be able to but they might not be able to come to their position to coach about they can come to me about and talk to me like a regular man but he knows some mutual respect that I want to see them win Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's awesome. That's awesome. And last question I had is, you know, we've discussed a lot so far. So if the listeners were to take away just one piece of advice from the podcast, what would you want that to be? If they just remember one thing from this long podcast, what would that one piece that they should think of and just remember from you? The one piece I think you should remember from me is definitely just do what you want to do. And then the day you can't control how somebody else feels about something. You can't control what people think about you, but you know who you are. You know what you stand for. You know what you believe in. So in the, the day, you need to do what you want to do to get to where you want to be. I feel like you don't want to leave any regrets out here. No matter if it's you closing the chapter and opening up a new chapter, why leave regrets? Do what you want to do. Know that you did what you wanted to do. And then if it's 
I want to say if it's consequences, but it's good and bad. That's going to come with whatever you want to do. Just know that, okay, this is basically what I signed up for. And this is, this is the real life situation about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying do what you want to do and just say, ah, I can F everybody else and what they got going on or, or yeah. what the organization is trying to accomplish. But do what you want to do within the organization the right way. You know what I'm saying? Yes, so sir. you don't have any regrets. Yes, sir. That's, a, that's, that's great advice right there. So um, once again, thanks, thanks again for joining me. I've been you know, wanting to get you on the show for a while. And last question I had is how can people contact you and connect with you? Uh, some social media, how can they uh, reach out to you? Okay, so all my social media most likely will be underscore, three underscores, so it's underscore, 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 D Will, D W I L. You'll see me pop up on Twitter, Instagram as Coach Will. Um, you'll see me pop up as an uh, assistant director of recruiting for EIU Football, <laughs> Northwestern's Trio, Student Support Services. I'm a man of many hats, I do a lot of things. So when you see me on social media, Coach Wilson pops up, that's me. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others and post it on social media. To catch the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Nick underscore Dill 23. Also, if you're interested in more of my content, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, Kicking It With Nick. Thanks again and stay tuned for more episodes.